welcome. This is the Ag Engineering Podcast, where we talk tools, tips, and techniques to improve the sustainability of your farm. I am your host, Andy Chamberlain from the University of Vermont Extension, and this podcast is supported by Northeast SARE, providing grants and education to advance innovation in sustainable agriculture. We're trying to improve the industry by chatting with farmers and getting their input on tools, tips, or techniques that have changed the way they farm for good. Many of these practices affect multiple areas of the farm. Whether it be environmentally, emotionally, physically, or financially, we share the knowledge to promote sustainable agriculture, lifestyle, and business. Thanks for having a listen. Now, let's get started. Today's episode comes to you from Brookfield, Vermont, where we're interviewing Kyle Dota and Betsy Simpson of 1000 Stone Farm. Kyle has been farming for six years, and now he has three acres in vegetable production and an acre in high tunnels. They sell to their own farm store, wholesale, CSA, restaurants, and even year-round farmer's markets. And they're bringing in between two dollars and $300,000 in gross sales. Kyle and Betsy, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Andy, for having us. Thanks. So I just framed the stage a little bit uh, about your farm, but how would you describe yourself in one sentence? We're a small certified organic vegetable farm, which also focuses on mushrooms, fruit, and egg production. Today, we wanted to talk to you about how you monitor your greenhouse temperatures on the cheap. Uh, I've heard that you use some sensors to monitor that, and it doesn't break the bank. So uh, that's today's topic. What sensors are you using, and how do you like them? So a couple years ago, uh, I was looking for something to basically soothe my mental anxiety about temperatures in the spring. Um, We start um, heating our houses for seedling production in March, and... So we are trying to keep our greenhouses in the 60-degree range, and I came across um, a company called Lacrosse Sensors, and they do all sorts of sensors, but they do some very simple models, which are called Lacrosse Mobile Alerts, and they connect directly to your phone. Um, so you have an app on your phone that you can see what the temperature humidity is, and it even shows you like a record of the temperature and humidity. Um, the app costs $13 a year per sensor. Um, you do need Wi-Fi to run them. But I will say that in the spring, normally I would be getting up at around 3 in the morning whenever I felt nervous and walking down to the greenhouses, you know, 300 yards away and checking to make sure that everything was running. Um, where this, I can just look at my phone and see the temperature and see when it last recorded it and then go back to bed. It <laughs> adds a little more peace and uh, helps your sleep cycles a, a touch more. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, and honestly, it has helped with issues that have arisen. Sometimes we use propane heat, and s- sometimes the heaters can lock themselves out for multiple different reasons. Um, and you wouldn't know that in the middle of the night because there's no nothing telling you that. With the lacrosse alert system, it'll text you or email you an alert when the temperature changes above a certain threshold or below a certain threshold or the humidity. So these are really straightforward to use. Um, They're $60 for the initial unit, which is a weather station and one center, or one sensor. 
sorry, um, the weather station is really just the hub that connects to the internet. Um, it's not actually monitoring the weather. The sensor is actually monitoring the weather. So the sensor communicates to the weather station and then the weather station communicates to your phone. Um, there's also a wet probe um, add-on and that you can stick directly into soil. So in this early season when we're trying to get good germination, we can monitor to see our soil temps in our trays, whether they're too hot, too cold, to get proper germination. Is this an off-the-shelf purchase? Where did where'd you get them? You can buy them directly from their website. Um, a link to these will be available in the show notes of this episode, so go ahead and check out a link if you're interested in this. So it's an off-the-shelf system. You buy the $60 uh, home base unit and, um, and then additional sensors for 13 bucks, you said, and, uh, no, the app was the app. The app is $13 a year annually per sensor. Okay. Um, so we have three sensors. So we're looking at whatever that is, uh, $39, $40 a year. Um, but honestly, the, the sanity it brings, and also you can check it on any phone. So employees can log into their phone and just look at the app if they're in the field and they're supposed to be monitoring the greenhouses. Maybe the fence need to be open or maybe the sides need to be rolled up. They can tell that it's 100 degrees in there or 90. Um, but you can also see that it charts it. So you can see when, like, if an issue occurred or you're starting to see a disease pressure, you can see what your humidity is. You can see that that week you had really high humidity. Mm. And it does it throughout the course of the year. And I think you can actually add on longer-term tracking so that you could see even a longer graph of what's going on. Is there a cost for the additional sensors or just the just the cost is wrapped up in the app on an annual basis? The additional sensors, I believe, are $30 each. Okay. Um, but it's still not a, a really expensive investment. Um, and I think, you know, they're not perfect. I don't think that the they're giving you the most precise temperature ever. Um, but that's not really what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a ballpark. Like, is it 50 or is it 60? <laughs> you know, is it 55? Is it, I mean, they're very accurate to a point, but it's not top of the line gear. But I think for what it provides, it's absolutely worth the cost. Yeah. It's all about, it's a peace of mind purchase, basically. Yep. Yep. And yeah. that price point allows you to sleep at night, literally. And that's important when you're busy. Literally, it does. I mean, <laughs> I will say it's also, you know, saved us a number of times when the heater has not been running, and I'm like, why is it 45 degrees? So uh, how many times has that alarm woken you up, or is it your nerves? You just open it up and check and be like, <gasps> it is cold in there. No, it, it has woken us up before where it's dinged a couple times. Yeah. Um, and you can set it to different um, parameters, meaning you can set it to check the temp every five-minute interval, 10-minute, 30-minute, an hour whatever works for you. So on a five minute interval, if your temp keeps dropping below, it's going to keep texting you. Yeah. I can see a benefit to that on these really cold spring mornings or whatever. Um, but then like if you're looking at high temperatures in the summertime and it's an overcast or sunny day and the clouds keep rolling by, like you don't necessarily care about those fluctuations quite so much. Correct. Um, do you, are there times that you wish you had a more sophisticated system? Or are you happy with the with this f cheaper system and you don't need more accuracy? Because like you said, you're just kind of gut checking. I mean, I think that in our growing environment, this is totally fine. 
unless you're growing in a highly controlled greenhouse where you're controlling CO2 levels or oxygen levels and controlling the humidity and cooling as well, then sure, maybe you might want something more because you have a lot of equipment and money invest in that. But when you have roll-up sides and vents and some ventilation fans, you know, we're still at the whim of nature, but at least we're getting an understanding of what's actually going on. The other aspect of these, which we haven't done yet, but we probably will, is for your walk-in cooler. So they would play the same role, temperature monitoring and humidity, which are both extremely important. So you, you're not using these for your cooler yet? Not yet, but the plan is to be using that for this year. We do have an alarm system in the cooler, but you can barely hear it outside of the cooler, so it's <laughs> not exactly that effective. I think that this would work pretty well for most small farms out there. Even in a larger scale, it would at least give somebody the understanding of whether or not their evaporator is freezing up and just running or not running at all on a hot day or if their humidity is really low for some reason abnormally um, and also what the pattern of their humidity is. Like, So on a Monday when we're going in and out of the walk-in all the time, is our humidity higher or lower than on a Saturday when we're not even home or at market? What do those temp ranges look like? How much harder is our CoolBot unit running on those days, et cetera? How long have you been using these sensors? I believe three years. And uh, what's, what's the reliability been? Have you had to replace sensors or do they fail? Do they hold up in the greenhouses? They seem fine in the greenhouses. I haven't any problem with that. They are battery powered on the sensor end. Um, so you do have to replace the batteries. I do recommend placing, replacing them annually or at seasons change, um, just so you know that they're good. Um, the only issues that we've actually had is with our Wi-Fi being spotty. That's the major downfall for us. I think that if you can set your Wi-Fi up to be accurate, you shouldn't have a problem. Cool. Is there anything else you'd like to share about the lacrosse greenhouse sensors or lacrosse temperature sensors? There is one other aspect, which is nice as well. If the sensor does not read a temperature or cannot connect for the interval period of time, five minutes, 30 minutes, whatever it may be, it also texts you to let you know that. So if the power's out, you'll get an alert. Ah, that's So helpful. like if the power's out at your farm and you're not home, this will actually, it won't tell you the power's out, but because you're not getting a reading, you know the power's out. Gotcha. So the, the battery might be fine on the sensor, but because it's not communicating with the home base, it's still, it, the, Correct. the home base may be disconnected, but Correct. it's still going to let you know. Correct. That's important. Having an app that anyone can look at, like I can be down in another field and be like, oh, the greenhouse is really hot. And you can like go open it up like without like being like, oh, granted. Because you're not thinking about the greenhouse. You're thinking about whatever. You're You're working working on on transplanting something and then you're like, oh, like what, like what's going on in the greenhouse? And you can easily check that. And I will say every once in a while, like if I'm working on the tractor and it keeps blowing up my phone and just (laughs) keeps texting me that it's, you know, hot or whatever, (laughs) it gets a little frustrating, but I'd rather that than not. Yeah. Yeah. But it's easy if like. If someone, like, if you're out doing deliveries and then it's, like, like I'm the only one here or, like, someone else is here, you can call them and be, like, hey, it's hot in the greenhouse. Can you go check it out? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So do you both have the, the apps on your phone? We do. Yes. Yeah. And usually we have someone that's, quote, unquote, our greenhouse manager or two people, and so they can also add it on their phone if they want to. 
So in theory, you've got you two plus maybe two other employees out in the field. You all get the ding at the same time. Do you all go running or what? <laughs> it only will text one person or email one person. Oh, okay. But you can look at it. Gotcha. So let's say it's 9 o'clock and the day's been like kind of overcast, but it's warm, and you know it's your job to be monitoring the greenhouse temperatures. You could easily just pull out your phone and look at it. Um, and be like, oh, I'm good. I'm going to keep working on this. Or, oh, you know, I'm going to take a break now and go up there and take care of it. But when you get the text, it's your responsibility to let the person on the farm, hey, go check it out. Correct. Got it. Got it. Cool. Well, thanks for sharing um, cheap sensors that work for you. Um, It's always good to know what's out there. Um, thank you, Kyle and Betsy for being on the show. If people want to learn more about you and your farm, how can they follow along and get a hold of you? Uh, they can check us out on Instagram or Facebook, uh, thousand stone farm, and they can also check out our website at thousandstonefarm.com and email me or Betsy at Kyle or Betsy at a thousand stone farm.com. Sounds good. Thanks for coming on the show. I hope you have a great day. Thank you, Andy. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you go ahead and subscribe, share this with a friend, or leave us a comment. And if you want more information, check out the show notes on our website at agengpodcast.com. That's A-G-E-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot com. Thanks for listening. I hope you have a great day. The proceeding has been a production of University of Vermont Extension. For more information on Extension, log on to www.uvm.edu slash extension.